Oh, no. Boom. 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 We alive. Yet another week of the sports thought process. Good to see y'all. Merry, merry. Tis the season to be jolly. And all of that good stuff. Jolly I'm for real. Jolly for real. I'm trying to get I'm going to be honest. Get jolly. Taste, taste a little I bit. I ain't being jolly. All I got is you can't see my cup, but I, I just got some hot tea. Because, you know, I personally don't have much to be jolly about. Right tis, tis seems to be jolly, Celeste. <laughs> this is the season. You know, and then, you know, football is, is kind of my everything. And, and y'all know I just, you know, I ride or die for my team, as, you know, most fans, you know, do. But, I ain't coming on here. Um, Brown, did your team play? They we played did. on Thursday. We did. Thursday. We lost. Yeah, but, that is right. Uh, yeah, all that yeah, was so. utilized by y'all losing yesterday because we still we still ahead of the. Yes, home. yes, you are. Yeah, I could. I actually, yeah, I forgot uh, the. Um, that 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 dirty dirty team, and so Moses's team was rescheduled. That they'll be playing tomorrow. Uh, I miss a member. His team lost. So, you know, right now. <laughs> hey, Jamel, I hope you're having a great vacation in Georgia. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so right now, as, as of the games that have been played, we're all losers this week. So, you know. And I, Not, and I like halfway raise my hand because we ain't played yet halfway. No, no, that doesn't count. Well, that, 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 depends, that depends on who you play and who's out for COVID and who's not out for COVID. <laughs> Just saw where Travis Kelsey First of all, who do y'all play? First of all, who do you uh, play? The Eagles. So it's a 50 50. Okay. I actually, you know, uh, we all, with uh, Jamel chose the Eagles and the rest of us went with Washington. So, you know, I feel like. And that's, and that's 50 50. Yeah. I'm, I just chose my boys. I don't. Yeah. I mean, but they've been they've been doing a little something, something, you know, here just just to, to keep you um keep your eyebrow raised. That I'm like, okay, I see, you, I see you. Um, so I don't even know, you know, where. I guess you know, since there's no hands, you know, being raised. Um, and let's let's you know we we normally get to the games that gave us a little something to talk about. Uh, you know we can say the Chiefs Chargers going into overtime that was last Thursday night. You know that was definitely um, uh, you know here we almost it's almost too long ago for me to even remember. But I just remember the game going into overtime. So um, you know that game was of the year. game of the year type qualities. Even though I didn't watch a lot of that. Um... But you know, from I have my bets out there, so I was getting updates. Uh, game of the year type parties there. Yeah, that was a, that was a good game. Um, mm-hmm. The way that Patrick Mahomes came back and did that thing—I mean, that's why he's that dude, you know. Um, yeah. I can't help but to watch the Chicago Bears play and think to myself that Deshaun Watson and. Patrick Mahomes are probably thanking God every night 
that they did not go to that team because that mm-hmm. team both of them. Yes. Uh, now we also just had the Browns and the Raiders to wrap up, and that actually, you know, turned out to be quite uh, exciting. Uh, Moses and I, you know, just kind of luckily changed to the Raiders, uh, you know, today. But the Browns, you know, uh, with a third-string quarterback, I guess he's the third-string quarterback. Uh, you know, he actually, uh, you know, got him back in the game, uh, but. Uh, it left a little bit too much time left on the clock for old. Um, all that all that game told me is the Raiders suck. Okay, yeah, I picked them to win, but I'm sorry, third string quarterback and they, he's still in the game. The Raiders suck. Yeah, we <laughs> won the pick, but barely, barely, barely. Yeah. Uh, now, in disappointing news, the one that the, probably the, the one that shocked everybody was the Cardinals going ham. I mean, the Lions going ham on the Cardinals. And, you know, the Cardinals dropped two in the, you know, two losses in a row. Uh, but, you know, I, I not that anybody's really worried about them. I, you know, obviously, I, they're still gonna, you know, be fine. But, uh, what about y'all got an opinion on the Lions giving it to the Cardinals yesterday? Like 30 to 17 or something like that, wasn't it? Uh, let's see. Once again, I was trying to be that dude that finally picked the Lions to win on the right week. Mm-hmm. And I just couldn't. They should have won on Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Last week, whatever. And then this was a total shocker to yeah. see them do what they did to the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, 30 to 12 was the score. I mean, it was really a beat down from the jump. Like, I don't think the Cardinals were ever in the game. So, hats off to the Lions. They didn't quit. They ain't mailed it in for the season. They, they still <laughs> fight. I mean, right there, man. If you're a Detroit Lions fan, you should still be drinking yourself to a drunken stupor right now. I mean, you should still be celebrating. But <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, if you really think about it, though, the Lions probably should have three or four wins. Yeah. I mean, they, the Ravens had to kick a NFL record 60-something yarder that hit the crossbar to beat them. They should have lost right. them. The Lions really should have won on Thanksgiving. Whoever they were, Chicago, I think they were playing, they should have won that game. I mean, hats off to the Lions for not quitting, but I got a, we got a friend, we got a mutual friend, Brown, named Jason Jones, who, who's a Lions fan, and he's like, the Lions always do Lions things, because he wants them to lose out and get a higher draft pick, but they they they, they pick the most inopportune time to try to get wins. Yeah, he, so wasn't, very happy about, he wasn't very happy about this win. No, mm-mm, mm-mm. but mm-hmm. he, he thinks that Detroit is going to go get a quarterback. But I'm think I'm thinking golf is here to stay. They need other pieces. I'm thinking golf is here to stay. He don't want to hear that. He definitely don't want to hear that plan. Yeah, because I saw somebody, you know, it was a meme going around basically making a joke uh between them and the Jags, because with the Jags losing yesterday and the Lions winning, the Jags are now uh got the number one um <laughs> pick. Uh, but we'll circle back to the Jags because you know it's some little some rumors swirling around them and their head coach. Uh, and probably Listen. I'm gonna say Bills Panthers. That that was um, 
uh, not Bills, Panthers, uh, Colts, uh, Patriots. That was, um, you know, that was a game for me to where, honestly, because I know my team, I would have actually, re- and that's why I picked the Patriots. Uh, I was going back and forth on, do I want the Patriots to win? Do I want to go for the number one seed while it's still available? Or do I want the Colts to keep losing or to lose? And me knowing my team, I just didn't know how I felt about us going to Pittsburgh with what we got going on right now and being able to capitalize in the event the Patriots lost. And so, I don't know, but uh, Patriots, Colts, how you feel about that, Brown? Hey, the Colts uh, are a hot team, very hot team, very dangerous team right now. But, hey, you know, it's still weird because, I mean, shoot, them dudes lose to who they're supposed to lose to. They lost to the Titans. They lose. They lose who they're supposed to lose to. Bad game for the Patriots. I knew we were in for a loss when they announced that um, running back wasn't playing. When they announced he wasn't playing, I knew we were in for a loss because he's about who they go to when Mac Jones is having a bad game. When Mac Jones is not having... And, 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 and let, me, let me clarify, Mac Jones has not had a lot of good games now. You know, all he's been is a QB manager. But mm-hmm. they go to that quarterback. They go to our quarterback. I mean, our, our running back. And so when he was out, I knew it was going to be hard. I knew it was going to be very hard. Let me tell you what I heard. Okay, so we went from... We went from a game where a quarterback only threw three passes against the Buffalo Bills and won. Then fast forward to the next week, and we went to a game where Carson Wentz only threw for 57 yards total for the whole game, and they won. Can somebody help me figure the NFL out? Because I can't. My pick. With the Colts, the only thing is you can just say Jonathan Taylor. Uh, you know, much like I'm gonna say the equivalent of the Titans to being able to say Derrick Henry, but uh, unfortunately, we can't say that right now. Um, but you're not supposed to win an NFL game throwing only for 57. No, yeah. That's all I'm saying. Like, yeah. But if, if the opposing hard, quarterback, if the opposing quarterback throw two turnovers, it kind of neutralizes them passes there. 57 yards, Brown. Hey, well, well, yeah, but I mean, but it, you know, it, it's crazy. The turnover, but you, the turnover that Mac Jones threw was at thirty yard line, so he didn't have uh-huh. to. Throw, he had to throw, but ten yards to get in scoring distance. So you know, I mean, he was five of twelve for fifty seven yards, one touchdown, and interception. He didn't just light the world up. He, he did. I'm going to say that the Patriots lost that game instead of the Colts winning that yes. game. Although, although. I watched the game, and the coach played a good game. You know, on the, the first defense. touchdown, on the first touchdown, there was a lot of blocking that happened. You know, a uh, Jonathan Taylor, who I needed to score the first touchdown, by the way, for me to win some money, uh, did blocking, and he did a great job of blocking. So has to get in the end zone. So it was a lot of good blocking going on. So I won't not give them credit for the win. But I would say the Patriots lost that game more than one. Yeah, game. because of the turnovers. And, and and much like, you know, even with, with these Titans yesterday, because I think we had about 300 and some yards of offense, and uh, they only had uh, about 160. Uh, we had time. I think we had the time of possession about 30 minutes, and I think they had it for about 
16. It, it was like the, the stats was, you know, crazy. But, of course, you know, with, with four turnovers. And I'm going to say, you know, that's just one of those. that. And I even think, you know, probably realistic Steelers fans would say, you know, clearly the Titans gave in that game. And so it's just, I think right now what we're seeing is, you know, turnovers and teams being able to take advantage of turnovers, which, you know, which is what you're supposed to do, which was what my complaint was last week when we got four turnovers and only got three points. That was another reason why it's just like right now with the offense, it's just like, man, if we could have last year's offense and this year's defense, man, I could just feel like my team would just be in a great position right about now. But, um, yeah, turnovers. You know, so- you know, Celeste, when I think about the Titans, and I'll tell you why I chose the Pittsburgh Steelers. Well, I didn't chose, but I I just didn't feel good about the game going to Pittsburgh. And yeah, I didn't so the, either. But, you and know, also the Titans, man. I mean, if we really think about it, man, them cats, man, they got so many injuries. I mean, you don't know what the running, what the running back's going to be from week to week. And, and I know everybody's got injuries, but the fact that that team is fighting for a playoff life despite losing all them injuries, having all those injuries, and Julio, I mean, your boy Jamel ain't on here, but man, I just shaking my head to Julio Jones because we've got nothing out of him since he's been here. Nothing. Somebody put on the group text that that cat is stealing money. Mm-hmm. You know, the crazy thing about Julio is, I mean, obviously he was never brought here to just to be the star. But the thing is, when he's out there, when he's, you know, still gets some kind of attention because for whatever reason, you know, he still poses, you know, some kind of a threat. Obviously, people know that if he's out there, he has the potential to do something. And I think a little bit of that with Julio, even the times when he's been out there, because somebody else has said earlier, right now, they just feel like uh, Julio is really just more so like a blocking, you know, receiver, because you got a coordinator that appears as though that he don't even know how to use him when he is, you know, out there. So just not sure if there hasn't really been much call to where he's supposed to be the target or if he is supposed to be the target, you know, he just ain't open. It's a lot going on, but I agree. You know, I, I didn't really, it was just something about going into Heinz Field and the way that the offense just saw last week. I just, I, I didn't feel good knowing how opportunistic uh, Pittsburgh is. I'm gonna say I do got a little bit more um, of a good feeling about this week because typically my team does do well in prime time, but of course, you know, San Francisco is hot, much like next week we got the Dolphins at home and they're hot too. And so, you know, don't know. Cause then it's just like, you know, you feel like even if you do get getting into the playoffs, I feel like we're going to get into the playoffs, but it's just still like, how much hope do you have, you know, right now? Because, <laughs> you know, I feel like this is just going to be a one and done, but. Yeah, the, 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 yeah, you're right. You know, it's funny because the Titans front, the front part of their schedule was really tough and you would think that the back end would be a lot softer but they are playing two teams that are on really good streaks I mean I think the Dolphins have won six or seven straight something like that yeah, or not yeah. Are, are on fire right now mm-hmm. and it's crazy like like these are not gimmies these games aren't gimmies you know and the Colts are steady winning games 
and they in the mix. You know, the vision ain't just settled. You know, um, I mean, but they did they sweep the Colts? Yeah. Oh, so then okay, so okay. then it'd be hard uh, for the Titans. The Titans got the hands full this week against San Fran. Yeah. Uh, I feel Debo Samuel will have a good game. I feel the, I feel that uh, San Fran will take care of business, but. Let's not let's not overreact. Let's not overreact. I'm, I'm the biggest Titans hater out here. I'm a Titan hater. Everybody knows that. Yeah, that's why let's, I was kind of waiting to see what you were saying. Let's not overreact. Saying. The Titans are going to beat the Dolphins. Let's just not overreact there. <laughs> the Titans will beat the Dolphins. Hey, mark that down on your calendar. Brown said that on December 20th. <laughs> Listen. At 8.54 so- p.m., the Titans will beat the Dolphins. Word, word, word on the street though this was the word I heard on the street I mean this is what I heard they gonna make Mac Jones beat them the the, the, the the key to stopping the Patriots is stop the run and make Mac Jones beat you that's what I heard so I don't know if it's true but it seemed like I, 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 yeah, I don't know how we got back to the Patriots but I will tell you this I said this a long time ago but see there's nothing that you're saying that I hadn't said already I said this a long time ago, man. When people said the Patriots was on track to be a give me in the Super Bowl. There's some people said that now. None of y'all. But those people said the Patriots are headed to the Super Bowl. Hey man, in the playoffs, quarterbacks have to win the game. Mm-hmm. In the playoffs, quarterbacks win the game. Matt Jones will struggle when we get to the playoffs. So I said that. I said that we were number one seed. We number two seed right now. I stay consistent. Matt Jones would have to win a game, and that probably is not going to happen in the playoffs. You know, Belichick may find a way to beat the Bills. Belichick may find a way to keep on winning in the regular season. But when the playoffs come, Matt Jones will have to do more than throw three passes to win a game in the playoffs. So, hey, happy where we at, but ain't over the enthusiasm. Or oh, surprised about what's going on with us right now. And Celeste, back, you know, we we, we flip flop back to these Titans because my team ain't play, so we ain't got nothing to say about my team. But anyway, back to these Titans, can they stop turning the ball over? Because because if they can't stop turning the ball over, it's gonna be a long season. We would have won all the the three games these last three the, with the Patriots, um, the the um, the Texans, and the. Um, who we played yesterday, the Steelers. In them games, we don't turn the ball over like that, you know. We, um, you know, I feel like we win. Uh, but this other game last night, the uh, the uh, Ravens and the Packers, I was, I'm continuously, you know, impressed with Mr. Tyler Huntley. And, you know, and, and uh, you know, I, I don't know if it's a, you know, a, a hype, you know, fool's gold or what. But, you know, when he had to come in the other time when Lamar was out, I thought he played well, uh, you know, as a backup. And uh, for him to do what he did, you know, yesterday, I thought he looked, you know, pretty good. I don't know much about the guy. But what I'm not going to listen to is people say that Huntley is better than Lamar Jackson. And I heard, oh, no, I mean, I, I, heard I, I ain't saying that. I heard that a lot today. I've heard a lot today that, you know, Huck, that the Ravens are a better team with Huntley than they are with Lamar Jackson. I'm not going to listen to that, folks. I'm not going to listen to that. I think he's a good, solid, I think he's a good, solid backup, but I do think the way that he's played, 
I think, you know, he deserves a shot to be able to start for somebody, you know, whether he'll get it, I don't know. But I do think that he's a good, he's been a good, solid, you know, uh, backup. The Ravens' problem is that coach got to stop. I don't know whatever he got. I don't know what Harbaugh got going on his head. But he got to stop going for these two for conversions to win the game. Now, I don't yes. know what's wrong. I don't know if he don't trust the kick. I guess it's not the kicker he don't trust because he know he has a great kicker. Yeah. It's the... I guess he don't trust his team to play in overtime and stop the team. And I don't know why, but you, he don't trust. This is the second time now in the season that you know you went for it at the end of the game and 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 like like you would have thought that after the last time, no. But I guess whatever his analytics, you the know. The last time was with who? The Titans? Huh? Who was the last time with the Titans? Oh, uh, uh-uh, we ain't played them. Um, Steelers. This is Steelers. Uh, yeah, yeah. See, I don't know why he would have been scared of the Steelers. I don't know. I don't understand. So I was about to make a point there. I would be scared of the Titans if they had Derrick Henry. I don't know why he would be scared of the Steelers to score first in overtime. Because Big Pen has not showed you that he's going to score first in overtime mm-hmm. and that he's going to kill you. Now, I halfway understand why he would be scared of Rodgers to get the ball in overtime. Were the Ravens at home or on the road? Uh, they were at home. Okay. See, hey, the, the man, whole... I don't care if you're scared or not. I don't care if you're scared or not, man. It's better to tie the game and go in overtime yeah. than to just go for a two-point conversion. At least just game. give your team a chance, you know, because your quarterback had got you down there and gave you a chance to just at least tie the game. My thing is just take a chance on overtime. At least you can say you got it there. This wasn't a game where you had the momentum the whole game to say, let's just do the two-point conversion and get out of here. Man, nah. Maybe you thought you had the momentum against uh, Pittsburgh. So, so the, the game. This is a game that Green Bay had the momentum most of that game. Mm-hmm. So the percentage is It was really crazy. almost about like a fourth quarter comeback. Anyway, so. I just don't know why so the, you went for two, man. I, just, I don't know. So the so the percentages say that um, fourth down convert or uh, two point conversions are like at about a fifty percent forty eight percent conversion rate. So you know you talk about all the analytics or whatever. But what I heard today was that the Ravens should have went for the two point conversion on the touchdown before that one because if they get it, they know. They only have to kick a field goal for the last touchdown to win the game. And if they don't get it, then they know they have to go for two to at least tie the game. So what the experts were saying is they went for the two-point conversion at the wrong, the wrong time, time. game, which made a lot of sense when I heard they're it. They're trying to get rid of, you know, they're trying to get rid of the uh, field goal and all this. I think all of this is a conspiracy. I think that all oh, this is a conspiracy for people to get rid of the field goal. I mean, you know, the Bills did it against the Tennessee Titans. I mean, man, hey, man, kick the field goal. Give yourself a chance. I mean, I, I mean, look, the, the, the Chargers coach cost them the other day, too, if we we talking about two-point conversion. Hey, didn't, the we Chargers- get the field goal? didn't we go for two one time? I think we went for two and lost the game one time early in the season. I don't believe that happened. I think so. Yeah. 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 
the, 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 the Chargers coach, they, 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 I mean, that game with the Chiefs, it seemed like they, they left nine points on the board. Who knows those nine points could have led to a win or whatnot, mm-hmm. but they did the same thing. I mean, I guess these coaches, I mean, you know what? I will say this. Not that I have any, not that, in, not that these are any of my teams, but I do like the excitement of going for it, you know? Yeah. And, like, that's cool for the game instead of all this Jeff Fisher boring, conservative, kick the field goal type stuff. I like it. It's exciting. To me, it's exciting. And just think, just think the on the one, okay, if we go back to the Pittsburgh game, the one that Lamar threw to Andrews, if Lamar throws a better pass, Andrews scores. And on this one last week with Huntley, I mean, I just think that was a bad play call because if you look at it, Hollywood Brown was wide open for a touchdown. So I'm just saying, like, yeah, they went for it, they didn't get it, but there were there was a play. Holly, if you if you go look at that play that he threw to Andrews, Hollywood Brown was in the back of the end zone, wide open. He made the wrong decision. So Mm-hmm. I ain't mad at the man for going for it. I'm really not. I mean, I didn't have money on it, or I would be more mad. But <laughs> I ain't mad at it. So now we can't get out of here before you know we talk about overtime, man. You know, I was sitting in the huddle Saturday, no Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. After all this happened, all these things happened. I was sitting in the huddle with my team, and we had a tied game with 15 seconds left, and I called a timeout. I didn't want to call the timeout. I wanted to catch the team by surprise. But my girls looked so terribly, terribly confused, I had to call the timeout. But I called the timeout. There was nothing in my head that told my girls that I did I never told my girls, hey, let's shoot. Even though I had a girl that just hit three straight, three straight threes. I never told that girl and drew up a play for the three. I drew up a play for a two-point score in the post to tie the game and go into overtime. Now, she missed the layup. I mean, she hit I me, mean, but the play worked. She just missed the layup. But if she hits that layup, we go into overtime. But that girl <laughs> might have hit a three by luck and won the game. But now going I went for the tie. You, look, look, you either are a hero or a villain in these situations. Yeah. Sometimes it works out and sometimes it don't. I'm not mad at Harbaugh. Man. I'm not mad at him for, for doing it. I ain't, it's I mean. It's a new day, though. It's a new day because now you're not a villain for going for the two points. Hey, man, growing up in 20 years of coaching, I know I'm on a different level, but going for the tie <laughs> is what you're supposed to do. <laughs> well, so that, um, last night I fell asleep on that game, but what about old Brady? It looked like you know it's not too many people that you can say that has Brady's number, but right now, ever since he's been to Tampa, these Saints got his number. And but dang, that was just crazy how you know lost Godwin. I think Godwin. I think I shared that. I think it's Godwin that's out for the season. Lost Evans, then lost Fournette. And it's so funny because, of course, the narrative was, you know, Tom Brady didn't have uh, weapons. You know, he throwing a Scotty Miller. 
who's like the number, you know, three, four receiver, whatever. So what do you expect? And I'm like, well, God dang. It's kind of like, I feel like what I've been saying about Ryan Tenney, y'all, and not comparing them as their accomplishments, but the argument just that, you know, even the GOATs himself, you know, it just goes to show that sometimes it does matter, you know, who you got. Uh, you know, around you. Now, granted, I do think uh, they'll get Antonio Brown this week. So, actually, speaking of that, it's kind of funny because, you know, about a week or so ago, they were saying that um, I think prior to Antonio Brown signing last season, the Arians had said that, you know, if it was any kind of trouble, whatever going on, he was gone. And so, apparently, they interviewed him, I guess, yesterday or today, and asked about, you know, if Antonio Brown, you know, was going to be coming back. And so his answer today was just basically like a, you know, yeah, because we think that him and the other guy, you know, they serve, you know, their punishment, yada, yada, yada. And basically everybody's translation was, we ain't got no more receivers right now, so we ain't got no choice. Right, he'll be there. Yo, uh, Brown back. And now granted, I don't think that this was worthy of him being kicked off the team anyway. It was, it was stupid. But to me, it wasn't like, you know, he was out there, had done got in trouble, we'll say, with the law. It, it, it was stupid, don't get me wrong, but I I never thought it was worthy of him, you know, being uh, put off the team. But yeah, it was just funny how all of a sudden this trouble is not that big of a trouble considering now that you- you well, look at him. I would say this. Uh, now, Gospel. You just spoke gospel in the fact that the Saints just got Tampa Bay's uh, number, man. And I don't know if I'll say the Saints got Brady's number. They got they got Tampa Bay's number. They got that team's number. And, you know, all Tampa Bay can hope is that they ain't got to go through the Saints in the yeah. playoffs. And That's they really kind of have. I mean, I do agree because they kind of have, even before Brady got there, they were, you know, still kind of. Yeah, the Saints got them dudes' number for whatever reason. Whatever reason, man, I watched. I watched that whole second half, and it was terrible. It was terrible watching Brady try to score. <laughs> it, was terrible. it was terrible. I think the only glimmer of hope was the pass to Gronk that he missed. The yeah, and they said there. Gronk was just uncharacteristically dropping a lot of balls yesterday. So, but uh, that didn't help out. What I want, you know, like I said, man, hey, that man. I, I saw some, you know, they're always going to be haters. Uh, you could probably call me biased, maybe. To watch the pass hit some people's hands. I watched the pass hit a local local standout hand. Vaughn, they dropped. But them balls hit them in the, hit them in the, hit them in the, hit them in, hit them in the hands now. I don't know what else Brady could do. Besides the fumble, fumble was horrible. <laughs> one, yeah. thing, one thing we learned about Brady, but not that I didn't already know this, Brady cannot run the ball. <laughs> he ran and he fumbled. That was his fault. Listen. Drop passes. I ain't gonna blame that on Brady. Listen, them Saints had Brady so hot, he cussing at the dang coach and everything on the sideline. Hot, fired yeah. up. They they put hands on Brady all game. They put hands on him. And you're right, the Saints, something about them got their number. Um He's 0-4 against them in the regular season. He did beat them in the playoffs last year. But, I mean, it was like, it wasn't like it was a, a one-sided victory. It was still a nip and tuck. So he's he's 0-4 against them in the regular season. And, you know, 
it's just sometimes, you know, style, they say styles make fights, but like that's just not a team, a good matchup for them. And so, it, I mean, it is what it is. Um, but yeah, that was the, the one thing that I'm sick about right now. I'm gonna just kind of tell you, side note, sick about is I had the Saints defense in a league, in one of my leagues that I'm in a playoff hunt for. I dropped the Saints defense to pick up somebody else's defense because. I'm like, they going against the Bucks, and I really needed the points. And I am about sick right now because that defense shut them out, and mm-hmm. ah, it might cost me. So who knows? You know, it's just a classic example of don't listen to the experts. Sometimes you just got to uh-huh. do, do what you feel. Just like these Browns. These Browns were favorites to beat the Raiders without Baker Mayfield. It was crazy. You saw the line, Brown. And I'm like, uh-huh. how? How are they favored to beat the Raiders? But you know what? It was a one-point game, maybe? Was it two points? They beat them by a point, something like that. But you know, hey, them boys, it was, hey, man, you know, them boys, it's rarely you see three top offensive players go out in one game. So them tacos, Saints was hitting them. <laughs> they were hitting them, man. You got, you know, I would just say yeah. right now for Tampa, they just need to, you know, definitely, because they got the Panthers this week. I don't know who else Green Bay got, but, uh, uh, you know, because last, you know, last year they had to end up going to Green Bay to get to the Super Bowl after they beat the Saints. And, you know, I, I don't know if they'll be able to, because right now uh, they're number three. Green Bay's number one, the Cowboys number two, and they're number three in there. And, of course, the Cardinals are number four. Uh, you know, so if it stands like that, you know, I'm going to say always Green Bay is just one of those places that, you know, you never want to have to go to, especially come playoff time. So, uh. and, 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 and back to Brown, because you was talking about him earlier. I mean, what he did, if we really just call it a spade a spade, it was a felony. You cannot turn in a fake vaccine card. Now, the fact that Godwin is hurt helps his case for him to stay on that team. But come on, man. Antonio Brown, he, I mean, he's a great player, and I get it. You need him to win. But you're right. He's not going nowhere now, especially with Godwin getting hurt. <laughs> The, 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 the Patriots don't push all the chips to the table. They try to win the Super Bowl. So he gonna come back and just resume what he left where he left off. So yeah. But what he did was a felony. Now what Aaron what Aaron Rodgers did was a felony. What this cat did was a felony. You can't turn in a fake vaccine card. You can't do that. I think my thing, whole thing with that is I don't understand because I mean, because I never got a clarification on what I guess each team was different. I guess some teams was you having a, you just going by honor code or because even for Aaron Rodgers, I don't understand if that's the case. And if everybody had to turn in a card if you were vaccinated, I don't understand still how Green Bay was able to say that they did not know because you ain't getting no card for immunization. The card is, you know, for vaccination. So that's the part that I could, I never got clarification on. Was was it up to each team to handle this differently, or what? They knew he wasn't vaccinated. Green Bay knew. Green Bay knew that Aaron Rodgers wasn't vaccinated. That's the difference. Well, yeah, I guess he didn't turn in nothing fake. Tampa Bay felt like that 
Antonio Brown was vaccinated because they claimed, Tampa Bay claimed that they had 100% vaccination on their team. They were one of the first teams to proclaim that in the offseason. So, I'm just saying, I mean, I get it. It's a little different. Yeah. But, I'm... Well, see, the thing is, even to that, though, if you knew Aaron Rodgers weren't vaccinated, why were you letting him carry on following the... and not having him follow the unvaccinated protocol? Because he's Aaron Rodgers. Because he's Aaron Rodgers. That's the only reason. That's the only reason I can see him getting away with murder because he got that... He got that franchise by the, I can't even say the word. He got him by the you know what, because he's Aaron Rodgers. That's the only reason to me. And and there's a chance that he still might leave after this year. He ain't married to them. Yeah, I think he's gone. Um, before, before we get out of here, I was going to circle back to the Jags um, because, you know, we do have... Um, uh, you know, the word on the street is uh, Byron left, which, which is, um, you know, no surprise. Uh, is really being heavily considered the front runner for the Jags uh, job. I don't know. I mean, I'm always like, you know, when our people get an opportunity. Uh, I don't know how I feel about it because I hate it for him, <laughs> the Jags, to be his first, you know, opportunity. But, uh, I, you know, he, he played. Well, so. He should have a bright future. I mean, he has a top quarterback who Urban wasn't helped to uh, make better. He has a top quarterback. And, you know, they better get first pick. They should go after a playmaker. Mm-hmm. Receiver or whatever. They should go after a playmaker. Receiver, running back or something like that. He has a bright future if he gets yeah, the job. I, I, I like that opportunity for him. Bro. I would like to focus on when we talk about the jazz. I would like to focus on the fact <laughs> that everybody got fired. <laughs> everybody says that he's sad he didn't get the opportunity to finish. <laughs> and it's just a crazy, crazy episode, man. Crazy all together. Hard for me, man, because Hey, I've kind of been an Urban Meyer supporter, even, you know, Florida, hey, Ohio State. I supported the dude. I like the dude, but apparently he has some issues bigger than him, you know. You know. Yeah. I'm going to say, in hindsight, although I never thought, and the reason why he's not there is the reason why I never thought it would be good for him to go to the NFL because he always has appeared to have this edge and his ego about himself. And you you dealing with some grown men in the NFL. And whereas you got these college kids that's soaking up everything that you're doing, being hazed because they trying to get to the next level and you a winning coach, so they gonna roll with you. But in the NFL, you got some grown amen dog as Cedric the Entertainer said, and you can't talk to these grown men like you're talking to these college kids. And I just think, you know, he just felt like the whole ego, I just felt like his ego, you know, got the best of him. And I think he thought because he was Urban Meyer, he thought they could bring the Tebow into the locker room, was going to help win over the locker room when you knew darn well you weren't getting ready to keep Tebow. Anyway, but you know, it's just still, 
that I think the reason why, you know, ultimately uh, Urban Meyer has, and I've liked him too, but I think his ego is the reason that he's not there is the reason why I never thought it would be good. Hey, but there's some dogs now. I, 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 man, I want to listen to this power trip, man, because there's some dogs that he didn't kick, man. There's some dogs he coached, but he didn't kick, man. He didn't, he didn't kick. He didn't kick Aaron Hernandez. <laughs> there's some dogs there. Now he didn't think about listen, his hands on. Listen, since since we all are are Florida fans on this podcast, minus the Georgia person not on here. My, my, here's my take on Urban Meyer. You know, after I've seen him go from Florida to Ohio State to TV to the Jags, this is what I this is what I've come up with about Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer is a jerk. Okay, he is a jerk. And he's just shown his true colors. Now, the Florida team had about 30 dudes on it that was arrested or it was, I mean, I, that team was a was a walking felony almost. <laughs> now, they won two national championships when he was there. Thank you, Urban, for that. But he has shown me this dude is a jerk. Going from Ohio State to the Jags. And I mean, he's just not a good dude, man. He just not. Something ain't right. He think he can do whatever he wants. And I'm sorry. He got fired and the Jags are, are talking about not paying him for the rest of his contract. They yeah, about because they're saying he was fired for cause, which means that uh means they that, have to pay him. that they don't have to pay him. Now now, now I keep what's sad is. No matter all the stuff you're saying right now, everything you're saying, that dude right there is going to get another opportunity at college. Yes. Yeah. He is. He's probably, they, they say he was great on TV. I didn't think Dang. so, but they say he was. If his color was different, he would never coach again. Ever. But that man right there is going to get another opportunity. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. If uh, Hugh Freeze and there was somebody else that's coaching. If they can still get a coaching job, then he well, can. Them, one, one of them Petrinos. Uh, yes, Petrino. Uh, that's exactly uh -huh. what. If Bobby Petrino can get a coaching job, <laughs> he should be good to get. And I mean, somebody's going to throw something at him in about a year but or so. It's, but it's good the Jazz did the right thing and let him go. It is good they did. It's good. It's good. Yeah, and you know, and I still say, let me tell it, I think he was organizing his exit. Like, I think that he, because even somebody, when I had said something about it, you know, after it happened on Facebook, somebody had replied and was saying they actually think that he was hoping that he would have been let go sooner to possibly be able to get, you know, one of these other uh, college jobs that was open. And granted, I don't know if he would have really been able to, they would have really been coming after him. But I'm still convinced that, you know, Urban Meyer really realized that he was in over his head and he wasn't gonna be able to get nowhere with that locker room. And he set that in motion when he didn't get back on that plane after they lost to Cincinnati. Because it just seemed like every a lot of stuff had just been coming out coincidentally since then. And to me, I just feel like it was it, it's just been a setup for Urban Meyer to plan his own escape. Uh because I do think that without this, I think this whole kicking story that came out. I just think that that was a straw and that they just had to do something 
because I, I think I do think that because of contract purposes, I think that they would have kept him another year. Urban didn't want to be there another year, and he orchestrated his, um, you know, agent. So honestly, I don't know who got played. I don't know if Jacksonville got played or if Urban Meyer got played, but nevertheless, he gone. Well, if, if Jacksonville don't have to pay him, he got played. Yeah. Because typically, when you get fired as a coach, you get all that money. That's 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 the beauty of it. Ed Orgeron leaving LSU, he getting a settlement. Like, you get fired from a job, yeah. these coaches got these contracts to where they get paid, no matter what. So, and that's why they were thinking, a lot of people were just saying they didn't think that Jacksonville would pull the plug this year because they already still paying the last two coaches. And so, and I think- They had calls though, they had calls. I mean, kicking, Oh, yeah, I think this you know, time, yeah. The I star quarterback, hey, the, the star quarterback didn't help. Now, he come out and gave his word against Urban. Now, you know, all that don't help now, so. The franchise, because he going to be there. Right. He going to be there. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So, you know, for that man to come out and say some words against him, hey, they ain't got to pay that man, and they ain't going to have to pay that man. He will, if he sues, he will lose. Yeah. And, and them damn Jaguars. Just when I think like they fire the coach, they gonna come out with a new, re, they gonna come out rejuvenated and win this game on Sunday. They lay the egg. That team's horrible. But that you know what though? Horrible. I was talking to my daddy and my thing is what happened because when I looked it up, I think it was just either 2018, the 2018 season, they were like 10 and six. And so it was just like, because the season before that, I think they were like uh, three and. But everybody left them. Two I mean, and they had, twelve. They had, they had a great defense that year. They had, yeah, they had that a, year, that's the year Jalen Ramsey talked yeah, about. Yeah, Jalen Ramsey was there. They, they, had a good, they had a good team that year. And then right after that season, they went back to being like two and you know, uh, 11, 12, whatever. How many of a game? Two and thirteen, whatever they play. Two and fourteen because it was sixteen games. Does a does a team can a does a team go back to back with number one picks? That's unlikely, ain't it? Ain't it hard to do? Well, you you get the number one pick the year before you get know, it. Wasn't the, Detroit doing it for the longest, and or maybe they was going back and forth between them and the Browns. I don't know. I mean, come on, you gonna go back to back years with the number one pick? Come on, Jacksonville, come on. Mm-hmm. They fell apart. They lost a lot. So it's yeah. I remember yeah. you know. I mean, the surprise, but I mean, it was something people didn't like about them, you know, because you know they were trading people. They were trading people. They're getting rid of people. I think it was a bad. I don't know. Yeah. I, I couldn't yeah, tell you. It is. You know, we'll see. Well, we're going to get up out of here next week. You know, we'll give our final thoughts and, you know, because we got a lot going into next week. You know, we got um, coming up on the holiday this here weekend. And then next week, you know, we're going to be looking forward to the the two playoff games. Uh, So definitely more uh, NFL. We got to seem like we're going to be, you know, NFL overload because we got two games tomorrow. And then we off Wednesday. Then we got back in the swing of things with Thursday night. Hey, what time does that game come on? What time does that game come on? Oh, the 31st. What time does that game come on? I think one is around three, four, something like that. And the other one is like around seven, you know, something like, yeah, somewhere off in there. Oh, we got it. We got it. Well, that ain't, that ain't that ain't the day we want to be at Nevada. That, that the day is the championship game. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
Um, this is Jamel. Before I get out of here, I'm gonna say my final thought is a. Uh, you know, I'm gonna shout out. Uh, I, I I saw some of the footage of uh, old Tiger and his boy Charlie. Uh, I think Charlie, Charlie, Charlie got a little something, something, you know, going for him. And of course, you know, when the video, the video kind of resurfaces, it seemed like every couple of months, the side by side of Charlie having the same mannerisms. And I enjoy watching it every time it comes back around. But, um, you know, I, I definitely, because uh, uh, I think they came in second place in the, uh, in the tournament. But uh, uh, it was just fun, you know, to, to watch them, uh, you know, out there. And it just really seems like his son genuinely, you know, just kind of wants to play uh, and then having a good time with it. Uh, so, but, you know, looking, look like he definitely, you know, he, he got some skills and, uh, you know, hopefully, you know, we'll see him continue to. Uh, yeah. Um, to do well and, and uh, you know, so who knows? I, I wouldn't be surprised that if in about another 10 years, because I think he's about 10, I think now, something like that. But I won't be surprised, you know, if we see him, uh, you know, in the spotlight uh, when his time comes. Uh, yeah, he's like 12, but yeah, he did look good. Like his swing, everything, like he, he looked like he the real deal, just at that young age. I, yeah. I watched a little bit of them highlights and yeah. And I'm just amazed at Tiger. After almost losing his legs, that he's actually out there, actually looking like decent, like, uh -huh. like he's his normal self. But like, uh, 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 I got some homeboys that play golf, you know, all the time, and I guarantee you, him with his broke leg could go out there and destroy uh, <laughs> my boy Leno and all them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But he looked good. I mean, he yeah. couldn't drive it but it was just amazing to see and um yeah he looked good mm -hmm. look good what you got moses so my final thought is this okay so i was talking to a couple of my uh washington football team friends over the weekend or one of them and uh it's apparent that we cannot trademark washington football team so apparently we're gonna have to come up with a name at some point i'm already just I've come to grips with the Washington football team and I was okay, like whatever. If you want to keep that name, whatever, I don't care. It is what it is. But as I think about it, um, I'm thinking like, what could a good name be? And you know what I thought about as I was on air today? Why not the Washington Grizzlies? You know what I'm saying? I know we got the Memphis Grizzlies, but like they got a good ring to it. The Washington Grizzlies. No. I think that's what we should change the name to. So, hey, Washington, if you're listening, you're listening to a diehard fan. Go with the Washington Grizzlies as a team that's name. That's all I'm saying. That's my final thought. <laughs> oh, you know what, man? I hope our show gets enough air to get that out there. You know, that <laughs> goes to my final thoughts, man. Hey, as we embark on the new year, I urge the people of the sports thought process to support your own. Support your own. Your own. We, we, we communicate on this page every day. I can go through some names of jokers that be uh, hating and throwing stuff out there every day. Never, never put no comments on this doggone show. But yeah, I appreciate Lion Turner. You always chime in. He had a lot to say about the Ravens. I think he's a Ravens fan. But, <laughs> you know, some of these jokers. There's no support. So, you know, hey, support the show. 
for the show. And we here for all that smoke. And, and we are here for all that smoke. So anybody got something to say, you want right. to we, we go right back at right, you. We for the we, smoke. Uh, and you should have a lot of smoke. You should have a lot of smoke for a person like me. Oh, Laker fan, because we're horrible. We, we, we ain't never scared. We're terrible. We got, I, 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 I'm waiting for your smoke, man, because I'm ready to concede to your smoke because we are horrible. Very horrible. Listen. Listen, we got plenty of time to talk about the Lakers. I'm, I'm, I've conceded that we don't need to. We don't need to talk about it right now. We got these playoffs. And we, we got this American on here because you know he might have more to say to you than I have. Because all I got to say to you is we suck. But I, I, the real final thought is go true blue MTSU. Go true blue MTSU. The Bahamas goes winners. The first bowl of the year, and we took care of business. Oh, MT want me some money, too. They want me some money. I just wish I'd have put more money on them. I did bet on them. I did bet on them to win, and they they, they I took the money line and they and they pulled it out. So, congrats, MTSU. Way to win the first ball game. Yeah, I second that. This is a great show. Actually, more content than I thought because you know I started out the day with the NFL. Is horrible, <laughs> and everything that happened this weekend was terrible. But somehow, Celeste found a way to have me meaningful conversation about what went on the last couple of days. Yes, Good job, Celeste. Good job, Celeste. I, I was ready that. to. Good job, Celeste, because I was ready to mail the show in. When Brian was like, we, we canceled for the week, I was like, okay. I'm just going to cook my spaghetti and just call it a night. I but I'm glad we... Us too. Huh? Third week, I thought, thought, thought she was gone. thought she was gone. So, hey, good job, Celeste. Way to keep the... Well, yeah, right. Enjoy the week. A lot of more sports in the week. A lot of more sports going on with all the COVID changes and everything. We get football every day. But you know, hey, I want to say Merry Christmas from the Sports Thought Process crew. Yes. Have Merry Christmas. Tighten up. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> I want to say to you, Debo Samuel got something to say to you, Celeste. <laughs> That's what I want to say. <laughs> <laughs>